Hello, neighbor. What's up? What's up? Okay, so、um, we are here today to complete the second part of Talk Flatty to Me. Who enjoyed the first part? I'd really love to hear. You know that you enjoy that part, and yay! So right now, without actually taking any time, let's just hop into the second part. And I know normally I would kind of gesture a bit before we start anything, right? Okay, I think what is on my mind right now is、um, not. I think what's actually on my mind is collaborations, because I was trying to think of what is fun that can help build trust and grow quickly in this.、Um, Crowded online space. So instead of kind of oh trying to show yourself by yourself, why not let some someone else who's already trusted by others, you know, show you what, you know, in exchange of you offering them some kind of value. Okay, so that's where I'm currently. So perhaps you know someone that I can work with in terms of.、Um, Doing some free voiceover content for them. If you see my kind of content, or you yourself would just like us to do something fun together, you know, you have some kind of、um, presence on social media, and I have a little, just been fairly consistent for about two months. Let's get together and do something fun. That would be totally cool. Okay, that's really it on my mind. So I've riffed a bit. I know. Let's start. So talk flirty to me is basically. That Piper does not like Sam's guts because when they broke up in high school, it was messy. She asked for a break apparently, and a few days later, he caught her kissing her friend. Actually, he even she even thought they were doing it. And when she confirmed from him that it's not it, she, although she's relieved, there's still all that bitterness. And the thing is, when that day she had he had、um, she had seen him kissing someone, she was with her mom. So in her mom's mind, this guy is not trustworthy. He broke. He was my daughter for two years, and he's already. Already out there kissing someone. He's just—he's a filthy pig. And there are the points where currently she needs him to be like her male counterpart for this、um, audio book audition kind of thing. So, and she needs it really because she doesn't have shine and she's not been getting gigs. And this is like her big break. And he's the only person who can help her. They employed both of them. There were other people who are like more permanent who applied for that same job. But the reason that the producers chose both of them is because of their chemistry. You know, their love hate chemistry, which is which obviously is, is because of the the real life event. You know, something where some people would have chemistry on screen, and when you check, ah. Maybe they really married in real life, or they were dating in real life, and that show happened. <laughs> so this is a case like that, and that's the thing. So let's see how it ha- how it goes. Let's dive into part B. So remember that、um, Catherine, that is、um, Piper's mom, was is pregnant for her eleventh child. <laughs> Oh my god! So she has never had a baby shower before in all the ten pregnancies she'd had before. Abby, no, she's had nine pregnancies. This is her tenth pregnancy. So she was like, ah, that she finally feels is the right time for her to have a small get together, aka baby shower. Piper didn't mind. It gave her something to be busy with, other than thinking about getting gigs. Because at this time, she had just come back from that、um, audition for the gig that would be like a, you know, that big break kind of thing. But the audition had been so awkward, so she actually has removed her mind from it. As far I won't get it. So 
before we start hunting down for more gigs and feeling depressed, at least let me do something fun for my mother and take my mind off of it. So that's the kind of situation she's in. So Sam showed up in the middle of her preparations and he helped Nona, that's her grandma, make meatballs and put the twins, Piper's four-year-old siblings, to sleep. So now she wanted to just walk out on him as far. Why are you even here, Seth? Then he now told her an unexpected news. They got the gig. Ah, and it got better. Dala called Sam, you know, and told him that it's not just this one, Seth, that we want you people for. This is not the only book. That we want you and Piper, this Sam Piper pair for a three book deal. It was a breakthrough that Piper had been hoping for. She burst into happy tears and Sam felt an urge to stroke her back. He didn't because he's like, let's not go there. Let's not go there. He said he made it weird. <laughs> he took a co- an ear of corn that she was shock- shocking. And then he tapped it on her head like, there, there. Like, who does that? This book is really funny. And I didn't cover even like 10% of the funniness. So I really recommend you reading it. Okay, but let's move on. So when Sam told Piper that they were to sign the contract on Friday, she panicked because that was the same day that her mom's um, party was happening now. Her mom's, um, uh, what do you call it? Baby shower. So anyway, her mom's party would happen earlier in the day. So she was like, okay, we would, after we finish here, we'll now drive back to the studio that, okay, you are, we are going to have to pick nice clothes for photos because they will take photos at the studio after we sign. Sam was like, slow down, slow down. That actually he came here to talk about the deal, not that he has accepted it. That is, Piper, see, this deal is what you want, but it doesn't fit into my life right now. I have the firefighter job. I have the mayor position I'm running for. Piper sharply resorted that, you just have to do the job. Sam, it would be a total jack move if you came here to tell me that I got my dream job, but I can't have it because you won't be participating. Sam was riled up. Come on, I have so much going on. And I'm running for mayor. That's a public figure. Voters will talk if they find out that I'm recording romance. Piper was like, just record using a different name. People do it. Besides, if this first book, it won't be released until after the elections. As for the fact that they used to have a thing, she was, he was like, have you forgotten that we also used to have this? She's like, see, we're professionals. We're adults. Come on, that's nothing. It's in the past. That didn't wipe from Sam's memories. The spot of Piper's body that was most ticklish. The feel of her mouth on his. The sound she made when they touched. You know, those kind of things. Those intimate things you knew about her. They're still in his memory. And you're like... And she's telling him, just put it out of your head. It means nothing. Eventually, because he can't say no to this girl for some reason. Okay, I'm going to do the audiobooks in exchange that you're going to convince your mom to endorse me for the mayor- mayoral elections. She agreed to do everything she could to get her mom to endorse him. So they, they had a deal. So on Friday, Sam came by. He had a coffee for Piper. And he looked attractive because he was kind of wearing tea, you know, simple t-shirts and some trousers. And he looked attractive. But he carried it back with a change of clothes. So for those nice photos that they'll take. So she showed him her closets with the studio setup. The computer on the table is still one condenser mic and mount. Since that Friday was Catherine's baby shower now. And the Catherine's baby shower is an all-black attire party that Piper had thought to be classy with fancy decor, you know, just people sipping wine and um, with champagne and, you know, that kind of thing. But instead, <laughs> the all-black attire party looked like a funeral. Jill, her father, had to explain to some of his co-workers that, see, everybody's alive and well. It's, you know, the black doesn't mean anything. The black decor is my, is my daughter's idea of a good time. Like, Piper was like, gosh god i have to save this i have to save this she's like sam please can you go into the store and get me colorful deco just take my card i was like okay 
that I'll, I'll go do that. But I'm also suggesting that you said the, the, the your brothers are allowed to have a paintball, paintball fight. That they've been talking nonstop about it for three days. Papa was like, that idea is brilliant. Let's let's just turn that into a whole game. Like shooting green or blue, we'll, we'll be guessing that the baby's a boy. Why yellow or red, we'll be guessing that the baby's a girl. And yes, I've confirmed Piper's age. Piper is actually 24. Her mom is 44. So which makes Sam and Caleb, like Caleb is her older brother and Sam is a guy now. It makes both of them 25. So they're all pretty young. And they're already hearing this one. Caleb is already married with a child. This person is already, like, these are young people, or really young. So when they're saying, ah, Sam is actually young for running for mayor, he's actually young. <laughs> but, you know, he's capable anyway. So that's a Nicole. He shot Piper at close range at the head. You know, he was one that started the fire in part A. So paintballs stink. Like, paintball is like somebody shooting something painful, you know, at your skin at, at close range. So it's not advisable to shoot it at close range. So you better shoot it from a distance to reduce the impact you get. And that's also why people wear armors when playing this game. You see one boy, one time, when people want to do pinball fights now, they're always wearing some kind of protective clothing. So Piper screamed as the, as Nico hit her at the head. And then in, in when she now screamed, she hit the front of her leg, like the, the, it's known as the, the chin, when the, the front of the leg, against the edge of somewhere. And then she now fell. Her right arm caught her, her fall, but then that same arm caught on a nail. So there was blood on her arm, red blood, red paint all over her. She couldn't see too because paint was in her eyes. So Sam had to act urgently because, come on, this is an emergency situation. And he was like, Caleb, get my medical bag from my car. He now carried Piper, ignoring her protest because she's like, oh, put me down. No, 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 no. I beg, this is not the time, woman. Carried her upstairs to the bathroom. So he had placed her in the bathtub, turned on the shower. So he washed off the paint because he had to wash off some of the paint now to see the actual damage that he had to treat. He had to wash off her bleeding arm. So, and she's wearing a dress. So he literally had to just take it off. Obviously, he's acting as a medical prophet, like as a paramedic in this case. But, but <laughs> you know how these scenes can get from being urgent, just trying to treat somebody with your innocent mind. And then you remove their clothes because you have to wash off an injury. And you now see them wearing lacy things. And then you now get distracted. Like, okay, wow. You know, typical man attracted to a man's vibes now. But he had to shake it off because remember, she's off limits. They've crossed that line before. After washing off her arm, Piper wrapped a towel around her chest. So Caleb brought a medical bag and then Sam now stitched her arm after administering lidocaine. Lidocaine is a local anesthesia. So he administered it to her. He now stitched her arm because remember that nail cut on it now. So apparently he had taken courses to qualify for this after he had... He'd had to stitch that same nickel up. The same nickel that caused all these things. That was the time he injured himself at Caleb's house and they stitched them up. And altogether, Sam had actually stitched four of Piper's brothers. Like, he had actually had to stitch them up from injuries that they had at Caleb's house. So, the thing had now led Piper to ask, See, what do you people used to do at Caleb's house? All of you need stitching. Is it a fight club? Me to ask, oh, which one is that you have stitched off four of my brothers? What are you people, what are you people doing? So, to distract herself while he was sewing up her arm because he didn't want her, like, starting to feel this, this, that. Because she was like, does even need stitching? Things like that. She was afraid. He now had to start talking to distract her. And then now started talking about his mayoral campaign. He was really passionate about the endeavor. He wanted to work as both mayor and firefighter. But he would work as a firefighter less if he won the mayor position. He, like, Sam wanted to be the kind of leader who could relate to those who was leading. And those he was leading, they're working for a living. So Sam was young. And many people kept asking him, 
why are you choosing to run now instead of later in the future? But let mm, us. Are you ready for Sam's impressive educational background at 25? This guy has a bachelor's in political science. He's a paramedic and he holds an associate in fire science. Then for four years in high school, he participated in Model UN at collegiate level. Apparently, he's super qualified for the mayor job. Just that age, age thing that using up and down. So his major motivation for pursuing this mayor job was because as a firefighter, he had seen things. For instance, in ambulance emergencies, he had, there's been cases of falling trees on the roads that they did not remove from the road fast enough because of one budget cut or something. And it will slow down transporting people who need to be transported to hospital. Okay? Unsalted roads in times of winter. House fires from faulty wiring because working class people can't afford an electrician. These are things that can be avoided if they have a mayor that can set the right priorities to prevent these accidents. So that this whole thing now made Piper like, oh, so that's why he's really going for this mayor thing. Okay. So Sam's phone beats, you know, as he finished teaching. And it was a per- it was from the gentry. They were like, "Oh, we're going to be six minutes late." You know, instead of three o'clock, we'll be doing it at three or six. Sam thought that the contract was at four p.m. He had actually made a mistake, so they are now running late. And the time currently is like three minutes past two. They had an hour to bathe, get dressed, drive there. <laughs> they started doing Jackishan things, so they had to shout together. Not like you know all shower like you know naked or anything just they're both they're, they're both in their underwear because remember he has paint on him too so he just had to strip down wash himself up and then he, he left the bathroom first and even the bath because papa was giving him the stinker like get out of here this is so in the process of rushing out of the bathroom sam even hit his hand but he was just like focus on just let me just get out of this bathroom also when they were now leaving now after they've gotten dressed did the whole jackie shan move and they're now like going down the staircase so they now saw people gathered around Catherine, and she was looking at the sonogram tears were in her eyes and she saw that she'll be having a girl besides piper she doesn't have any other girl she has like nine boys on piper and she's been wanting to have a girl and she's like finally and she's like okay oh you know she felt really like oh thank you like things like that so piper and sam arrived at the studio at 3 or 5 p.m sam was so distracted because he was just finding everything piper was doing hot the way she would do this way she would do that the dress she's wearing he couldn't even focus on reading the contract terms so he signed after piper had signed hoping that ah she read through everything and found it okay i do not recommend this if you're signing a contract please keep your eyes wide open okay so sam and piper started scheduling um scheduling recording sections in her closet after that day the next public event that they both attended separately was the hamilton hutenani so hamilton junior senior high school was their alma mater and hutenani was the biggest fundraiser also her father is the principal at the the junior senior high school so piper overheard one of the teachers melissa talking about how she wanted wanted to either engage sam like you know hand sam to become engaged or climb him you know climb him now so it sent piper into coughing fits like why is that brazen why are you that brazen jane was also there since moving in with caleb two years ago she comes to know sam other than how piper had painted him in college and she liked him remember that jane is um caleb's um wife and piper had introduced them and it had been her move of apologizing to caleb for coming in between here and um, sam's friendship because when um, piper and uh, sam broke up now caleb also lost his best friend so she had introduced Jane to him and Jane, because now, now that Caleb and Sam had made up now, uh, Sam comes around Caleb's house often. So Jane has come to know Sam as a nice person beyond that person that 
Piper used to talk about in um, college that Brooke had. You get so him and Piper were talking about him, and Jane revealed that ah, he'd only had one serious girlfriend since she'd known him, or one part cheerleader girl like that. So the girl cheered for two seasons before going to med school. So at that event, Sam invited Piper to come out with him and the firefighter guys, Jane and her teacher friends. So Caleb was babysitting Kat at home. They were going to play pool at one bar like that. Melissa was also there because she's a teacher now. And each time she called out Sam's name, Piper was irritated because she was like, oh, hey, Sam, this, hey, Sam, that. Piper was just like, oh, my God. Oh, do you understand? <laughs> so Melissa put out a deal because she wanted to go on a date with Sam. She was like, if I sink every ball on the stable, we, you'll, we'll go out on a date together. So hearing this, Papa was like, eh? She wants to take him out on a date so that... Mm. She was like, no. She was like, well, dad, since you want to do that, that me, I'm, let me volunteer to play with you. Let's make this a competition. That if I win, like my own terms is that if I win, Sam would babysit cats so that Caleb and Jane could have a date night. Here's the thing. Papa's deal is not even a deal because Sam would babysit cats for free any day, anytime. So that his friend and his wife can go out on a date. But then it dawned on him, it dawned on Sam, that Papa was just trying to ensure that he didn't go on that date with Melissa. Apparently, it's called cock blocking. If you know what it means, you know. <laughs> Stop. So, and Piper is damn good at pool. That's something Melissa does not know. So, obviously, Piper won. So, after they finished at the bar, the person who drove them home was Jane. She was the only person who didn't drink. So, she drove everyone back to their respective houses in Caleb's minivan. So, Piper and Sam, they sat in the back together. And things heated up between them. How the whole heating up thing happened between Piper and Sam was that they were sitting in the back. And then they were talking. First of all, about that, Melissa that wanted um, to go on a date with Sam. And then another firefighter guy that took Piper's number. And then um, Sam was like, that Piper should not call the guy because all he wants from her is sex, that kind of thing. So just like that, they now inside a conversation around sex. They both knew that neither of them were date- was dating someone. So they flirted in terms of like touching each other where they knew to spark a reaction, maybe behind her ear, on her tie, things like that. I many of the ladies were in front, singing drunken, drunkenly, the car was dark because this is night. So then they were stepping into dangerous territory, with Sam burying his head in the crook of Piper's neck, sliding a hand across her belly, and she telling him all the things she'll do when she's in her room, you know. <laughs> Thankfully, Jane's voice snapped them out of it, because they finally got into Piper's house. She's like, yo, Piper, we're here, things like that. So in the morning... The video of Sam training up at the church appeared in the morning news. This is a video that is seven years old. So it was an attempt by Sam's opposition to paint Sam as this irresponsible young man not fit to be a male. Piper had actually taken down those videos many years ago, a few days after. But obviously now this is the internet, it doesn't forget. Somebody must have saved it. That day also happened to be the day of the first speaking event for mayoral candidates. So Sam did a lot of moral support. His courage was actually feeling him. He couldn't counsel his parents to show up. or the, And he was like, ah, if it was that time I used to be close to the Berlinese or ah, all of them for sure here. Imagine a family of like 11 people showing up for you. Great com- great confidence, morale with their cousins also. Like about 15, 20 people cheering you up. But he does not have that because he and Piper broke up. So those are things he lost because he chose love. <laughs> ah, sad. So he hadn't told Caleb about the event or else at least Caleb would have shown up with Kat and Jane. You see, I've had three people, but right now he's riding solo. But then he saw Piper in the crowd and he was like, oh, for whatever reason she showed up, she shot here. Thank God. So Piper thought Sam was mad at her for the video that resurfaced. 
because that morning she had sent him messages that she saw the thing on the morning news he hadn't replied but actually what happened is that he lost his phone in Caleb's minivan the night before so Sam gave a damn good speech he even brought up the video took responsibility for his immaturity at that time and people clapped they were impressed because it's not every day you see somebody owning up to their bs like this he didn't blame piper at all not even afterwards in private because they had a recording section after in her closet and the thing is at this point in time piper was also feeling insecure that dala and damien's top choice had been sam not her because he was the one that they called now to inform him that they got the gig and when they had that audition that remember that damien was fanboying over sam being in a firefighter and now that they are are to attend a dinner the following day you know with dala and damien the person they had emailed first was sam so sam piper was like sam why do you have to be so good at your top job while i'm struggling with my first and only job because Sam is firefighter. Sam is running for mayor. Sam is um, doing audiobook for the first time and he's killing it. And this is her only job. This audiobook one, she's never doing as well. Sam is like, that's not true. Like, Piper, I wish I, you could see yourself the way I'm seeing you. I wish you could hear what I hear when it comes to your performance as a voice actress. He explained that, see, the producers are praising me a lot because they know I'm a rookie in this thing and I need encouragement. Ah, he compared the situation with Kendall Reeves. That like, can you imagine producers complimenting Keanu Reeves up and down that he's he already got it you get they will not do that because he's a seasoned actor that see me I just need this morale and they're giving it to me but you yeah you are really good that's why they're not saying anything to you honestly hmm, a man like Sam can do wonders for anybody's confidence so somebody tells this kind of thing they're like it's true it's true it's true anyway they had an intense moment here because we entered the category of teasing and next thing they're kissing passionately this is their first kiss in the book however piper realizes that the microphone has been on throughout the five minutes of kissing touching ah so in trying to delete the past five minutes of you know of that thing now she deleted the entire day section and the last section she was like if only i had not been distracted by this kiss so their work relationship was in shambles and his campaign will be tarnished if something between them goes badly and then Catherine speaks against him. So also Sam and Caleb's relationship might get damaged again. She's like, why am I even doing all this? Look at all the things at stake here. And Piper had his internal belief that Sam was too good for her. I know. <laughs> Thank God she knows it too. Finding out that he liked her back when they were teenagers was such an ecstatic feeling because he was this charismatic golden boy with a bright future. And she was she was just an extension of her family. At least that's how she saw herself. She never told Sam why she asked for a break or that she had been deeply in love with him. She just shut him out. Do you understand? So in the present, she did the same thing. She shut him out when she, when he was like, Piper, what's going on? Because she was just falling apart. Oh my God, I deleted this last section. This other section. It's not like you have time that we can record. This is that. Sam was not asking her, what's really going on? That, do you know that even that those couple years ago, why did you even ask for a break? What's really going on? She shut him out again. At this time, just don't code. Ogatire, he's like, fine, we'll keep things business like. So at the dinner with the gentries the next day, Bigger Bomb dropped. They were offered a two year exclusivity contract for a steamy time traveling plot. This is stable pay. Come on. I mean, a freelancer that I currently am and I get this kind of deal, I'll be dancing because this is a deal worth thousands of dollars, like tens of thousands of dollars, okay? Or hundreds of thousands even. It's a dream come true, yeah? But like it's a dream country for piper but it was a nightmare for sam because he was already juggling so much and he had even been 20 minutes late for that meeting and sam and piper was giving him stink eye like 
please now show that you're actually interested in this thing. So after the meeting, Sam and Piper, they fought because of it. Because Sam was like, see, I can't work with you for two years. Look at only Bukwana. You're shutting me out the way you're shutting me out. Our relationship is like this. And I will come and start doing something with you for two years. And no, 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 no I can't do that. That's just pure torture on myself. So a tear slipped out of Piper's eye. And Sam was like, okay, please don't cry. Don't cry. Because no matter how he's feeling frustrated by her attitude of shutting him out, he still genuinely cares for her. He really just wants to please her in any way he can. Please. Huh. It's like Sam. Do you exist? Do you exist? Please not. Come for me. So he told her that she could do the job with someone else. That not just him. That look, you're really good, Piper. It's You can't do this thing without me. Piper is like, but the gentries don't just want me. They want you, Piper. It's you they want, Sam. They want you and me together. They want the chemistry that we bring. So Sam was like, okay, I'll think about it. Not like he could afford to think about it with everything else. But this is Piper now. This is his Achilles heel. A few days later, Sam and Piper, they had a studio section at Studio 7. You know, the the producer's recording studio now. So by the time they finished, the weather was bad. A storm was brewing and they had to rent a hotel room nearby. Luckily, his job as a firefighter prepared Sam for random sleepovers like this. He always had a duffel bag in his car. So eventually at night, neither of them could sleep. They had, they had share room like that. So their feelings got the better of them and they did it. You know, all those resisting, resisting. They finally shocked. He has a deal. Sam, he knows he loves Piper. But Piper has never told him that she loves him so he was thinking it's a one-way street however on their drive home in the morning piper told him well sam you're really good at voice acting but not just voice acting you're good at everything and she meant it you know when they say everything come on implied meaning too from last night so his heart just did pity pam pity pam inside him like oh i can't feel good she may not have said she loves me but this is a really good compliment so he knew he was in trouble because of her tendency to close herself off and they're loving someone like that. Hey, voila, they. So they snuck around for a few days, you know, kissing, touching, doing things. And then they got caught. Guess who caught them? Piper's four-year-old brother, Nova, one of the twins. She saw Sam doing things to Piper's boobs. And he revealed it innocently at the dining table on the day that Piper was finally going to tell Catherine to endorse Sam. Just look at the timing. This happened because Kat was crying because she was hungry. Jane wasn't around. And Nico was like, Piper? Like, like, sis, free the baby. Give him mommy milk. Because I saw you giving Sam mommy milk. <laughs> cringe moment. Cringe. If Piper had shut up and played it off like, ah, nobody doesn't know what he's saying, everybody would have dismissed it as baby talk. But she was like, no, you don't. Like, she defended it too seriously. And then everybody's like, mm. So Caleb got angry. Like, please, just... Are you serious? Are both of you together again? He didn't like it because the last time that they were together cost him six years without his best friend. Piper felt so guilty because she saw Caleb do college alone, turn down invitations to bachelor parties because Sam would not be there soon be fun. And neither Sam nor him had attended the college that they wanted to attend together. So Piper and Sam, they were firm. They were like, this time is different, that they are mature. Catherine was like, Sam, I think you should leave now. So Catherine now talked to Piper, like her daughter now, Catherine and, and Piper, mom and daughter. So Catherine believed that Sam was just playing Piper, just for the sake of the election. She was like, where did Prasco Piper go? I didn't expect you to sleep with a guy you're working with, that sort of thing. So Piper was like, Prasco Piper is exhausted from raising all your kids, mom, because you can't do it anymore. So the thing is, Piper and her mom were best friends. So as Piper said this thing, she could feel like she just, she felt that she just told her mom she was sorry. Catherine was like, 
Okay, let's talk later so that we both won't say more things I'll regret. Then the next morning, Piper, her grandma, and four of her brothers, they attended Sam's campaign event. But something totally shocking happened. You know that first time was a video of him vomiting from seven years ago. But then, this time, two people in the line, they were talking about how much of a pervert Sam was. Apparently, some audio clips of the book Sam and Piper were recording came out on radio of all places. And the audio clip was just posted out of contest. People didn't know it's an audiobook, so they thought Sam wasn't perverted and unworthy of being male. Because, and the person who had posted this thing is the opponent. And this clip would not have existed if Sam wasn't helping Piper. So, Sam's dad, you know, that he does not have a good relationship with. He came over to Sam's house to scold him. Sam is a fourth generation firefighter. You know what it means now? From your great grandfather, your grandfather, your father, now you. All of you, all of you are firefighters. So, it's a thing of pride for his dad. But now, apparently, Sam was soiling that precious family name. His father hadn't wanted Sam to run for me until he was older. He didn't even want him to run at all. He just wanted him to take over as captain of RTFD after him. If a person bec- becomes a public figure, the public owns you. We know that very well. It's not like me and you that can do something and we'll go scot-free with it because nobody knows us. If you're a public figure, the public will pick you apart. And that's Sam's situation right now. So Sam's dad is like, just quit working on that audiobook that he even thought it was this graceful work. He was like, if Piper needs something, some respectable job, I'll give her something. Like that kind of condescending tone. And Piper was already blaming herself a lot that, oh my God, this is my fault. It's just, and things like that, that this clips got released. And someone had hacked into the server to download those clips. Servers are meant to be secure. So they contacted the gentry couple, you know, the producers, because the copyright incident and lawyers had to get involved. So the producers, the gentry couple, they asked Sam not to speak to the press and to hang in there for some time. Sam sought out his own lawyers and discovered that there is actually a clause in the contract that let him out between books at a hefty penalty. And it also prevented him from working with the gentries in the future. When Piper found out that Sam had seen a lawyer behind her back, it was like her all came crashing down. Because why didn't you tell me first? You always wanted to quit, but you didn't just want to help me. So he didn't want to quit recording the audiobooks. But he's like, I feel like it's the only way to save this, my mayor campaign. So Piper felt left behind because she knew the gentries won't go with her alone. And they would want to find someone else, like another team. And bye-bye to the exclusivity contract as well. That would have to have at least guaranteed stable job. And more gigs because once you've been, once you get that kind of gig, two years plus, three years plus, and those projects blow up, other work will start coming to you automatically. So Piper just felt like my breakthrough is taken away from me. Like I really felt for Piper here because I know how it feels to be a freelancer looking for job work day in, day out. You understand? And now you should be back to square one hunting for a gig. This is the things that Piper was processing in her head. And then Sam was like, Piper, say something. Piper was like, I think I just need time. And that time felt like seven years ago when she has asked for that in quotes break. So earlier that day, she had been about to tell him that she loved him. And when, when he was like, Papa, you're about to say something earlier to me, what was that? She's like, it's nothing. Obviously, she wouldn't tell him again. So Sam went to see Kayla because who else could he taunt in such a difficult time? He knew he had messed up where Piper was concerned. He hadn't out tried quit on her, but he'd hesitated to choose working with her. And as a result, relegated her to second best to his goals. Caleb made it clear to Sam that he should have told him early on that he was dating Piper again and asked for his advice earlier instead of later after making a mock of things. Actually, Sam had come to Caleb ready to grovel, to beg, 
But as Caleb was all forming, you should have told me about you and my sister first. So Sam had to be like, uh, Caleb, man, I love you, but I am Piper adult. And my problems with her are separate from my friendship with you. So when Caleb heard Sam say this, as a married man, he respected Sam because he understood what it means to put your wife first. So he was like, okay, I'm going to help you turn things around. First of all, Sam, your mistake is thinking you can do it all. You've been that way since high school. How do you want to juggle me? You want to juggle firefighter, audiobook, those things are all full-time jobs on their own. And Caleb was like, see, and that reason Piper is acting this way is that she actually needs you. But she'll never outright say so, so that she won't be the person that holds you back. Because Piper is the kind of person who felt she's holding her loved ones back. She doesn't know how to ask for help. So in this case, the audiobook project was ruining Sam's campaign. And although it's Piper's lifeline, it's, more, it's looking like it's spoiling things for Sam. So she's just pushing him away to go do his thing. It's the same way she pushed him away seven years ago after he got into college. Because she felt, oh, let him move on with his life. I'm still here. Piper loved Sam. She always had. And she would, ex- she would accept him if he begged. That's what Caleb told him. So the only way for Sam to fix things was to prove to Piper that she was his priority. That his job is not his priority. His campaign or his father's approval. Those things don't matter to him. That's when he dawned on Sam too that actually he became more of an overachiever after he broke up with Piper and he had to bury himself in his goals so that he can just not think about her, things like that. But that same overachiever thing is now turning out to be the thing that wants to destroy him and Piper in the present. Then he's like, it just dawned on him. It was clear. I was like, I'm going to quit the mayoral race. So Piper on her own part was doing some growing up too old because it's not just Sam now. Look at the thing here. Catherine, her mom developed pregnancy issues at 33 weeks of pregnancy. She couldn't eat. She couldn't sleep. She was hurting. Catherine was like, I've never felt this way in other pregnancies. So she was talking to her husband now. That's Piper's dad. That's Gio. So Piper overheard her dad supporting Catherine, taking care of her. Her parents were the type of people that they asked each other for help. They were constantly eating. Piper never asked Sam for anything, not in clear terms. She knew now that he wasn't the perfect person she painted him to be. And if he was going to achieve great things or be happy, she wanted him to be happy with her, to do great things by her side. So she rushed to call him because as this realization done, she's like, ah, oh, let's break the happy news to him. But as she called him, she got voicemail. He wasn't answering. Then as she was halfway through sending, saying her piece on the voicemail, but then her phone battery died. The next thing, her father said pounding at her door. Ah, her mother was bleeding. Firefighters, ambulance, they were called. Catherine was rushed to the hospital. Sam showed up on the scene, helped put her brothers to sleep, you know, the small ones. Then they were now waiting. They were now waiting. Like Sam, you know, he now stayed with Piper in her closet, just tried to be there for her. They were now waiting for her father to call to inform them on the updates now at the hospital. Then Gio now sent a message to say that Catherine is stable. Piper cried, tears of relief. Sam comforted her. Then they talked about their relationship because she's like, oh, I sent so-and-so to you. This is that. And then they now came to the decision that, okay, this is what we both want. Like this relationship because Piper is like, I love you. Sam replied, I love you too. You're my priority. And then he he also had a surprise for her. So before this day, Sam used, because after that time he talked to Caleb and realized, oh, Piper is my majority. He took out a day, his only free day in the week, to go and meet up with the gentry. He's hammered out a new contract for that two years exclusivity deal. That one that would guarantee that Piper would have a stable audiobook career. So the new contract would also allow him more freedom to continue working as a firefighter. So he would only be doing firefighting and the audiobook. Then the next day, they went to the hospital. 
Poppy Queen Bellini, you know, like Poppy Piper. <laughs> That's the name of the new girl, Poppy. She was born at 4.59 a.m. the next day. The entire family, they went to the hospital to visit. The entire, like, uh, it would have been crowded. I can imagine that hospital, um, this, the hospital waiting room would have been crowded. They took turns going in. Not all of them entered the hospital room now. Nona was holding the baby, like Catherine's mom now, dad's and um, Piper's grandma. She was carrying the baby. They can just see the baby, oh boy, you're not taking this baby. You're not taking my newest grandchild out of my hands. So Sam didn't want to go inside the room to see Catherine because just like, I'm just going to wake up here. Piper was like, what's that? She dragged him. And then Catherine smiled at Sam when she saw him. The red kind that was reserved for people she held there. His squad had been the first to arrive on the scene. Like, you know, when the emergency happened that she was bleeding. And because of them, her and the baby were okay. So she was grateful to Sam. When Sam told Catherine about his plans to drop out of the race. Because remember that Catherine, she's on the city council, something like that. You know, she knows politics. So Catherine refused. You're not going to drop out of that race, so. She now had to explain. See, you have to say it true. Because you're in the middle of a scandal right now. If you drop out of this right here, it will look like, oh, you chickened out. That is true that you're going to lose this election. Because the press clips that would explain that you are doing audiobook content, is not, it's not coming out for some time. It's not going to come out until a few days. But you have to say this election true. You have to hold your head up high. Because it will ensure your reputation can be rebuilt. And then you can run for future elections. So why is Catherine? You can't just drop like that. See it through. So that's even if you lose now, next time you can have a winning chance. So a few days later, the YouTube video of the studio recording sections, it came out and it started trending immediately. So he put the audio clips in context and he resolved that part that, uh, that Sam is a, is a pervert and he's saying all those dirty things. This part was funny <laughs> because when those audio clips initially came out, Caleb called Sam. I was like, what's that? Why am I hearing you do voice porn on the radio? <laughs> voice porn. <laughs> so, so funny. So this entire scene is really, really funny, really. You need to read it. Anyway, with Sam's popularity, even for not so good reasons, the audiobook was much anticipated. A lot of people wanted, oh my God, it was trending, it was viral. A lot of people wanted to listen to the full audiobook. And it was it's like the gentry called and said, I this audiobook's already a huge success. Thank you, Sam. And obviously Sam was first runner up in the election. That's what they were expecting. So they celebrated that. And then quietly they also celebrated that Jean was expecting a second child. Ah. And so Sam was like, considering the fertility of the Bellini family, that this this pure papa is on. I hope it does not like I hope it doesn't stand a chance because me too, I want baby. But he did not tell Piper before he would scare her. So he proposed to her in the most creative way at the studio. He actually wrote a script. Like they went to the studio as part. They are doing recording um, section for promotion for promotions now. But then the script was about them. And he now he now proposed. Okay. He proposed. And she said yes. Yeah. So this is the end of our story. I kept it short. I kept it really short. So this is the end. And um, thank you for hanging out with me. Please don't forget to rate, to review, all those good stuff. I'll see you in the promotional videos and on Monday with a new story. Okay. So the new story is a historical fiction and you love this one. You really do about um, some noble guy that lost his memories and, you know, a girl that is from French nobility that already crashed and, you know, their romance and all of that good stuff. And there's also some mystery in it, you know small mystery and you know some really cool things and it's really great so please tune in on monday i will see you and thank you neighbor you make me continue i love you a lot bye